Happy weekend, everyone. This is the Leafs Combo Podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Toronto, vanguardne.ca. I'm Norman James. This is the weekend edition of the Leafs Combo Podcast, post-game slash pre-game, joined as always by my podcast partner in crime, the one and only Michael Agello. Michael, the Leafs a 7-6 winner over the Flyers at Scotiabank Arena. That place was rocking last night. What an entertaining affair and a frustrating one, too. Yeah, good morning, Norman. Yeah, entertaining, and as I referred to it as a, a def- sarcastically as a defensive struggle um, because I think both teams struggled to find any semblance of defense or goaltending. I thought, um, you know, Brian Elliott faced a, over, I think he faced over 50 shots. I, I saw 44 midway 51. through the third. 51. So, um, and Freddie Anderson, I thought, on the five Flyers goals, the sixth one I, I don't really count because, um, it, you know, it was a deflection. Um, but on the five goals, I think he was responsible for four of them. He was, mm. he, was dread, he was dreadful last night. And, you know, I, I, said, I said as the game was going along, for the Leafs to have any chance against Boston, they need Freddie Anderson to be at his best. An average Freddie Anderson, I think, spells doom. Last night, what we saw was yeah. not an average Freddie Anderson. It was a bad Freddie Anderson. And, you know, the team said the right thing after the game. They picked him up. They scored all these goals. But in the end, your defense is not good enough. And if your goaltender is not up to the challenge, then I don't have a lot of optimism when it comes to what starts on April 9th. Nine points from the defensive core last night, Mike. It was a fire wagon, end-to-end type of game. And I... I know it's not the type of game that the Maple Leafs are required to play if they're going to succeed in the playoffs. We've warned ourselves and our listeners of this. The Leafs aren't going to be able to transform uh, the game plan into a, an ironclad, solid, effective approach that can uh, ultimately grab a Stanley Cup this season. This is still a work in progress. This team was 2-30 and 30 when trailing after two periods, so they were able to at least overcome... Um, that adversity are we just should we just expect that we're going to get an offensive feast from this team and if they get lucky they may succeed on any given night Mike I mean I don't know how much more we can lament the team's shortcomings or or failures at this point considering there doesn't seem to be a remedy in sight at least in the immediate term no, and I mean, yeah, we can we can stop lamenting it, but it's going to be the thing that ends up biting them in the ass yeah. in the end because, um, you know, you're not going to play a seven six game, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, in 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 the Stanley Cup playoffs, I mean, the only series I remember in recent memory was that Philadelphia Pittsburgh wild affair uh, a few years ago where where Philadelphia won, and it was. Ilya Brzezgalov versus Mark Andre Fleury, and every game was either a bench or almost a bench clearing brawl <laughs> or a wide o- wide open yeah. offense, and that doesn't happen anymore. You, you know, you're playing one of the three or four best teams defensively in the NHL, and most of the games are going to be yeah. probably tight checking, three two, four three at best games. And I mean, the thing I'm concerned about is actually not what happened in the game, but what Mike Babcock talked about after or after the morning skate when he was questioned about, you know, inserting Justin Hall into the lineup. Yeah. And you know, he said, well, Justin Hall's got to grab the job. And, you know, Travis Dermott will be back before Gardner. But this rotation of Marinson, uh, Ozaganoff, and Hall, you know, one of those spots is going to be available. One of these guys has got to step up and take it. Well, 
if you read between the lines, if he's saying that one of these spots is open, that means Jake Gardner isn't coming back. And maybe, maybe Babcock didn't, didn't say, you know, he didn't say that uh, directly, but the assertion was there. And that's a, that's a concern because, you know, we know the faults of Jake Gardner, but the problem is when he's not there and Martin Marinson is your number three left-hand shot defenseman, you're in deep, deep trouble. Did you not see Marinson's Alma Guinness like bomb last night? Scored. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was one of the craziest sequences of puck movement I've seen. Uh, and Mike, I, I messaged you right away. The, the Flyers couldn't get the puck out. The Leafs couldn't keep the puck in. It was ridiculous. And uh, that, again, that was that exemplifies and just gave you an indication of the kind of night it was. Exhilarating. A lot of fun for the fans. Those comebacks are, are tremendous. And you know, maybe that's the kind of game we all needed just to loosen up a little bit and realize that this team's got a lot of offensive firepower. And when uh, given the opportunity to, to strut its uh, offensive capabilities, this team can excite like no other. I don't really know what else to say other than let's blame the head coach, Mike. I'm, I'm kidding. Well, not to go down the same road regarding their defense or Freddie Anderson, which I already did. Uh, the one concern I have, and it's been re- recent is the Leafs failure to win faceoffs in the defensive zone. Last night it was, it was clearly shown on the Jacob Voracek goal where, where uh, Nolan Patrick beat Austin Matthews cleanly on the draw mm-hmm. so much so that, you know, Voracek got the puck back in about a second and fired it past Anderson. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you can't allow, I mean, this team is supposed to have pretty good guys in the, in the, in the circle. And I know that the analytics crowd uh, 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 says that faceoffs are not an important aspect of the game. Well, yes, okay. they are. When you, when you lose them in your own zone and the team gets control and gets an offensive chance. <laughs> what so, is important to the analytics crowd? I know we get them on our, on our comment section. What is important? You tell us, you guys, I have figured it all out. So what is important? So what data can you compute right now that'll get this team to win a Stanley Cup? What, what is that? We're not marketing product. We're not selling shampoo at Costco. We're taking human beings and trying to get them to overcome another group of human beings. Everything well, is important. Everything. What, what, whatever, whatever Martin Marinson and Jake Gardner do well, those are the stats that are important. Oh, God. I think we're past now, Mike, the idea that this team has to just have a bunch of tough asses who are going to protect the, the skill players. We're past the idea that Jake Gardner um, is the second coming of Bobby Orr. We're past the, the idea that William Nylander is better than Mitch Marner. Who cares? It's, it's time to focus on what this team has to do to improve itself, to put itself in a better position to win a Stanley Cup. You talk about Freddie Anderson not being at his best last night you know the, the guy deserves a chance to not be at his best because he's played with a team uh at least com- compartmentally that has not been at its best freddie anderson is the straw that stirs the drink the thing is if the team's not scoring and that defensive unit ahead of him are doing their best keystone cops impression it doesn't matter how great he is the leafs aren't getting anywhere the only thing we can hope for is that as many of the guys who are hurt and sick and not doing well get back to their A game, get back to health. Freddie Anderson's in the right zone when the playoffs begin. 
guys are a little bit more determined. The Bruins maybe get uh, show some fatigue. Maybe the Bruins are blowing their wad in the regular season, and when they get to the playoffs, finally at long last, the Don Chara is going to look in the mirror and see a ninety-year-old man. That's what we. That's what we have to hope for going forward, Mike. Because to be honest with you, there is no elixir. There is no immediate remedy. There's no one player that can come back into the lineup. There's no quick fix for Mike Babcock. This team is what it is. Uh, well, Garrett Sparks starts tonight against Ottawa, and one of the things I, I you know, was, was pondering when looking at the schedule here. Um, I think I believe they have 11 games left, and this was one of the two remaining back to back. He's got to play, and they need to give uh, Freddie Anderson some rest. Don't you agree? Well, that, but I agree, but that's not what's going to happen. If they're they're, they're two points uh, behind Boston in terms of home ice advantage, yep. equal amount okay. of equal amount of games. If that happens, Freddie Anderson's going to play every every non back to back game from there until the end of the until the end of the year. So if they stay close to Boston, they were you know every player not not just Babcock, every player was talking about home ice, home ice, home ice. It's important to them, at least they think it's important to them. So they're going to go all out, and also not just Freddie, but you saw last night again, Hainsey, Riley, Zaitsev, Muzzin all close to 25 minutes, whereas Marinson and Hall played 10 to 12. So that's the formula, and that's a formula that may put your team in an exhausted state. Godspeed to Jake Gardner. I don't know what's going on with the guy, but he's a he's an exceptional player, and he won't be a Maple Leaf next year. Wherever he goes, I hope he has a long and fruitful career. The same for William Nylander, because he won't be a Maple Leaf next year either. So... This is a. I, I wanted to see a lot of these guys ride or die and try to figure this thing out. Who knows what we're going to get? Any last words, Mike? The Leafs have, are facing an Ottawa team that's got a lot of youngsters, that's cleaned out a lot of their veterans, but that doesn't matter. They're going to work themselves up into a lather to play Toronto. Toronto's playing the second back-to-back games. They, they, cannot over, they cannot look past this team. They're going to need good goaltending out of Garrett Sparks, and they're going to need to score. And if they don't, they could lose to the yeah. worst team in the league. So that, that's what we have to look forward to. If they lose this game, shame on them. Shame on all of them. Shame on fans who make excuses for the loss. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but people have to understand, and I, I know the team understands this, but again, we get what we get from these guys. But the Leafs have to win this game. This, these are the games that you bank the two points. Not because, well, we just need the two points, but we're at that point of the season now where you should be revving your engines and getting to that next gear to uh, uh, enter the Stanley Cup tournament. Folks, sometimes we sound like a broken record, but we have done 300 podcasts in this in less than a year. Maybe that tells us to do fewer podcasts, but I don't know. This is a project that uh, we eat, sleep, and breathe. The game and the Leafs, it's a living, breathing thing. Every single day we decide what we what we need to do, what we want to do. And Mike, I'm hoping we have uh, 300 more podcasts before the end of the, the playoff run for the Maple Leafs. That would mean that uh, they'll get past the Boston Bruins, but who knows? Maybe it'll get nuts tonight. Did you notice uh, Will Arnett, uh, Mike Myers, and Steve Higgins in the uh, yes, crowd I, last night? I, I did. Uh, actually, Will Arnett was up in the press box uh, with uh, Gord Miller from TSN, and I saw him walk in, in and out of the press box. Do you see his Leaf hat? Yeah, was, yeah. That was, that was he nice. said he, he he said that he made that himself. I might start doing that too. That's a, that's a that's a tight look at the, the old school trucker hat. Um, Ray Ferraro noticed uh, Mike Myers and 
Will Arnett during the broadcast. He said, Mike Myers, Will Arnett. In the middle, Steve Higgins, man. That's Jimmy Fallon's right-hand man, one of the top writers of all time at SNL. I forget who scored, Austin Matthews, and they flashed to the, the three of them. I didn't know that Steve Higgins was at the game, and I'm, I said to my wife, I'm like, is that Steve Higgins? And I, we scroll back, and it was Steve Higgins. And then I'm like, oh, there's Mike Myers. So I actually noticed the obscure one of the trio before I noticed the other. And, and this, will, this will provide an insight here. Uh, uh, you, you saw Will Arnett, Mike Myers, and Steve Higgins. I didn't know who Steve Higgins was. was. I was concentrating on the rather attractive blonde that was sitting next to Will Arnett. Well, Mike, calm down. No, speaking of attractive, Mike. Those St. Pat kits, that, to me, that might be the most beautiful uniform I've ever seen. I, I would like to see, and I don't know if we're going to see it tonight, I would like to see the green with the white lettering. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, t- I have to tell you this. I could not read the numbers on the back of the jerseys from the press box. It was not they were they're too small, and they have, they're basically patches on the back of the uniforms. I like them. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't read them. And I'm not, I mean, this is not an old man complaint here. I you know I have pretty good vision. I just could not read them. Even with your Mr. Monopoly souped up monocle, Mike, you couldn't, you couldn't read the, the numbers. Oh my God. No. Uh, you, you, um, how about the green jerseys with the brown pants and the brown helmets? Remember those? Yes, I do. And the only thing I can remember that is Matt Sundin wearing them. And all, all that brings back is wave your no trade clause. Every time I bring up Matt Sundin, every time there's a, a reference to Matt Sundin, it, it is it just the 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 tension on this podcast goes up, Mike, because I, you and Matt need to sit down and hammer this thing out. It's never going to happen. Oh, Michael. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, buddy. Enjoy the game. We'll, we'll talk soon and who knows what we're going to get. But I'm looking forward to it either way. Thanks, Norman. The Leafs Combo is brought to you by Vanguard Northeast Realty. With over 15 years' experience, Vanguard provides superior level of service for commercial real estate tenants and owners. For more information, visit vanguardne.ca.